0: The VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. The VO Meter is brought to you by voiceactorwebsites.com, Vocal Boot To Go, podcastdemos.com, Global Voice Acting Academy, and IPDTL. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. This is
1: Krang from Dimension (laughs) X. Are you there?
0: Yes, I am there and trying not to laugh myself silly because we have a very special guest today on the VO Meter. This is a man with over three decades of experience in all areas of voice acting in animation and audio books and corporate and e-learning, any kind of VO genre under the sun. We are very happy to bring you Mr. Pat Fraley. How are you doing today, sir? God,
1: I was only sleeping myself because I had to. Wow. <laughs> I think it's more like four decades, Sean. Four decades? Well,
0: yeah, I was trying to be.
1: <laughs> Didn't want you to date yourself, right? Oh, yeah, really. Put a bullet in my career. You know, I might as well. I hope I can slide over to the fridge to get some tapioca.
0: <laughs> well, you're still standing, so don't worry about that. But uh, anyways, we have so much to talk about because you have so much experience. So first off, for people who might not know who you are, tell us a little bit about some of the characters you've played and how you came to be a voice actor.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, I've done about 4,000 characters over the last 40 years in L.A. I'm a Seattle boy and you're from the northwest, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Port Orchard. If uh, It's near Tacoma on the other side of the Narrows Bridge. Hey, I lived in Bremerton. Hello. No kidding. Yeah, 20 minutes away. That's crazy. I, yeah, I lived there for
1: a while in Bainbridge Island, but a lot of time in Lake City in Seattle. And I'm a, I'm a Seattle boy. I love going back and teaching there. Um, you know, over the years, so many different characters. I did nine years working with Tim Allen doing uh, Buzz Lightyear. To wow. infinity and residuals. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell him, because it'll make him grumpy. Uh, I did two hundred shows of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Original,
0: where I was the evil bodyless
1: crang. And and Sean, no matter what I do in my life, you know, we used to call it. Uh, it'll be on my epitaph. It'll be in my Wikipedia. Krang. <laughs> it's like uh, one of my students, Nancy Cartwright. Just brilliant. Done so much work. Guess what? She'll always be known as the voice of Bart Simpson. Mm -hmm. That's the way we get it. But uh, over the years, uh, Tailspin, doing Wildcat. Well, who is just a rancher, banana. Doing Max on the New Centurions. I mean, I started really doing Scooby-Doo's when I came to town here and did the villains and, you know, over different decades doing commercials and documentaries, but mainly they kept coming back to me for cartoons. They'd love me doing, you know, like my friend and comedian Brad Garrett says, Pat, more's not enough. (laughs) And apparently, you know, I was big enough that I fit into uh, doing uh, the characters for uh, animation. And I don't how I got into it was really I never thought of doing voices. They paid me for the voice only. But when I arrived at the studio into this day, they get the whole performance. They just don't pay to see me.
0: Well, that's really interesting that you mentioned that, because, I mean, I, I've been blessed to be able to interview great actors like you. And I've watched a number of other voice actor interviews for my own research. And a lot of them. Come into voice acting that way. They were either character actors, or they were in, or they were writers, or producers, or some other area of the entertainment industry. But very rarely was voice acting the ultimate goal.
1: Yeah, you know, basically we're all failures at some other medium. <laughs> no, really, I mean, or they transitioned. Mm-hmm. I'm old enough that I got to work with the with the first first generation of. Uh, voiceovers, you know, Mel Blanc, Dawes Butler, Don Messick, June Foray, and they all came from radio or they didn't have a successful on-camera career. Me, I was doing Shakespeare when I realized that my career would be with cartoons. And uh, yeah, so we came from other areas and most of those areas included seeing us. And Hmm. so we really... And even the guys like Bob Bergen and uh, Corey Burton uh, that wanted to grow up and be voiceover guys, uh, they still bring a lot to the party physically.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because you, you mentioned that you started with stage, correct? Yeah. So how do, how do some of those performance skills translate into voice acting and what are some differences that you had to adapt to? Thanks for listening to this episode of the V-O-Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. vo Meter is powered by IPDTL.